Welcome to the Pregnancy Help Podcast. I'm Christine Grimmett. I'm joined by Heartbeat's Vice President of Ministry Services, Tracy Shellhouse, and she's here to talk about potato salad. That's right. You heard that correctly. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of my favorite summer side dishes, potato salad. So this might be familiar to listeners if you attended Heartbeat's annual conference back in April of this year, because that's where Tracy gave it uh, recently, um, gave this talk. Have you given this talk before? Uh, No, this actually came out of a conversation that Andrea and I were having one evening here at the office when it was the two of us. And um, we were just chatting and Andrea looked at me and she said, I think that's your devotional. (laughs) And I went home and could not sleep because the Lord just kept giving me ideas. So (laughs) the conference was the first time this idea ever really came out of my mouth. That's so good to hear. Good to hear. (laughs) So I was at conference, but I somehow missed this. Mm -hmm. And uh, Heartbeat staff very often during the general sessions is when we are kind of running around preparing for yes. some other things. So unfortunately, I missed it. And if listeners, if you're like me and you were there or maybe you didn't get to go to conference at all and you missed things, head over to heartbeatservices.org, click on the store, and you can actually uh, listen to the conference workshops and keynote sessions. Um, but this one was one that we actually didn't record and make right. available. So this is kind of a special feature that we're giving a bonus session from the conference. Um, so, you know, the podcast team was talking recently about what we want to feature on the podcast, and somebody said, potato salad. Like, what? I missed that. So they said, just get Tracy on, have her talk into the mic and share her devotional on potato salad. So uh, I will be hearing this for the first time. I'm very excited to hear it. And um, I'll hand it over to you, Tracy, and tell us about potato salad. Okay. Well, where this where this concept came from was a conversation that Andrea and I were having here uh, late one evening. I think we were the only two left in the office. And we were talking about how um, how unique the people that the Lord has created are that how none of us are the same and we're, and yet we're all created in in his image. And so even though we look very different, we are actually more alike than we are different. Um, But so often we have a tendency to focus on the things that are different about each other rather than what makes us the same. And we were just talking about the importance of the unity of the the pro-life pregnancy help movement, that it is so important that we understand that we are unified in mission and that even if we our methods are different, maybe our callings are different, our mission and uh, is the same and we are headed in the same direction and it is okay if we don't all look the same. And um, so I think Andrea enjoys cooking. I love cooking. And so we went down this path about how people just do things differently. And um, and so I just want to share a, a scripture that's sort of the, the basis of this, and, and then I'll talk about potato salad. So in 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6, it says, There are different kinds of gifts, but they all are given to believers by the same Spirit. There are different ways to serve but they all come from the same Lord. There are different ways the Spirit works, but the same God is working in all these ways and in all people. And that is just so profound because right there the Lord is saying, you know what, the gifts are various, the uh, the way you serve, the methods are diverse, and yet all of it comes from me. And so the background on this and, and how I ended up here is um, not long after I joined the Heartbeat team, 
I had the opportunity to go to dinner with um, with some of the team members, and it was a new restaurant. None of us had ever been there before, and we were perusing the menu. And as we're perusing the menu, uh, we're talking about sort of our go-to things. Like, what do you eat at a restaurant? Do you have a particular thing you tend to gravitate toward? And I do. And um, and especially if it's like a, a pub or a place that's got burgers and those kinds of things, I have a tendency to get a cheesesteak. And there's good reasons for that. For one thing, I love cheesesteaks. Um, and the other reason is they're pretty hard to mess up. So I'm generally guaranteed that I'm going to have a decent meal. And it's going to be something that I enjoy. And I also use it as uh, almost like a um, an indicator of, will I eat at this restaurant again? Because if you mess up a cheesesteak, I really don't trust that you're going to get much else correct. And so as we're talking about it and some of our preferences and what we like and what we don't, Darrell looked at me and said, are you a foodie? And I was like, I, I, I don't think so. And so we continued talking a little bit more and we started unpacking a little bit more about what we like to cook and what we like to eat when we're traveling and so forth. And Beth Demert looked at me and she said, Tracy, you're a foodie. And I'm like, Really? Well, I think in my mind, when I was thinking of a foodie, I had the, uh, the wrong definition and what I visualized was very different. I think in my mind, I was visualizing a glutton. <laughs> I was thinking about somebody that just loved food and they just wanted food all the time. And I was like, you know, no, that's not me. But when I got back to my hotel room that night, I looked up the definition of a foodie because it was the general consensus of everyone at the table, and there were about eight of us there, is that I was a foodie. And I was like, okay, well, let's go see what one is. And I found out that a foodie is defined as someone who has a refined interest in food. They don't just eat out of necessity, hunger, or even the need to survive, but often because of an interest more like a hobby. And I realized I am a foodie. I love cooking all different kinds of foods. I will go and find new recipes. I will go to a restaurant and eat something that I like, and I will go home and find a, a way to do it and replicate it in my kitchen. I love entertaining and feeding um, people things that are new or um, maybe a little surprising, something they wouldn't be able to get anywhere else. And in saying that, I am not a picky eater. I will eat most anything but butter beans. I really hate butter beans, but aside from that, I will eat most anything. Um, but I also don't waste my calories. And that's sort of going back to having that, that refined interest in food. I will usually choose hunger over eating something that I don't enjoy. I would rather be hungry than just eat something just um, to fill a hole. I, that is just, I can do without. I can wait. There's going to be more food in the future. And so with that, since heartbeat it's the largest network of pregnancy help organizations in the world. Um, and one of my go-tos when I go out to eat, which is cheesesteaks, are not eaten worldwide. I think it is a lot more fitting for us to talk about potatoes. I think potatoes, though, I even did the research on it. Every country in the world has a potato dish. And potatoes are a staple. And uh, one of the things I most like about food in general, is variety and the endless possibilities. You do not have to be bored as long as you're willing to be creative and cook. And potatoes do not disappoint from this perspective. They are so varied and they are, they are, the possibilities of what you can do with them are just amazing. They're so versatile. Um, we eat them in so many different recipes and in different ways. Mashed potatoes, french fries, gnocchi, um, baked potatoes, potato chips, 
potato bread, crisps, um, latkes, tater tots, roasted potato cakes, scalloped or gratin, fried potatoes, and hash browns. Potatoes are so very versatile, as Samwise Gamgee famously said, you can boil them, mash them, and stick them in a stew. And it is just, it's amazing when you think about this vegetable that the Lord gave us and what all can be done with it and the creativity of his people, because look at all the ways that we've come up with um, preparing um, a potato in order to eat it. it. But the bottom line is, is no matter how we dress them up, how we prepare them, they're still potatoes. A dish that is often part of a family gathering, a holiday meal, or a game day offering in my home is potato salad. I'm from Alabama. In the Deep South, potato salad is a dish often found at church dinners, holiday meals, picnics, tailgating parties, barbecues, and at least once a month in my refrigerator. My potato salad has eight ingredients. Potatoes, boiled eggs, minced sweet onions, mayonnaise, mustard, salt and pepper, and sweet pickle relish. And some of you just groaned on the inside and said, that's not right, because that's not how you make potato salad. Well, that's how I make potato salad. There are so many different ways to make potato salad, and I like to try new varieties when I go to new places or go eat at someone else's house. Almost never do other potato salads taste quite like mine, but I have eaten many great potato salads. Some of them were so good that I have tried to go home and replicate the recipes. Some were good enough one time, but not twice. I wasn't interested in trying them again, and that is just fine. I may not like a particular potato salad, but it may be somebody else's favorite recipe. When I joined the Heartbeat team, I moved to Ohio, and this took me further away from my hometown in Alabama. This past Easter, my husband, 15-year-old daughter, the youngest of our four children, and our two Mastiffs, Iconic Corso and Aborable, made a 1,300-mile round trip so we could celebrate Easter with our family in my hometown of Jacksonville, Alabama. There we had five generations under one roof and managed to squeeze 14 people and four dogs into a two-bedroom, one-bath farmhouse. The youngest of us was two months old and the oldest was 93. Most of us were from the Deep South, but as a good Christian family, we love everyone, even my sister, who is the Auburn fan, and to prove it, my sister and oldest daughter went and married some outsiders, you know, people north of the Mason-Dixon, and so we had representation from Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, and if you want to count the dogs because, you know, dogs are family too, uh, Germany, Italy, and South Africa. And we were having a wonderful time. But you know, it is inevitable when you gather that many people and animals together for three days over a very rainy weekend in a tight space, there are going to be disagreements. And a common point of contention when we gather is what ingredients people want in their potato salad. Because we are from all over the U.S. and we all have different tastes. As I've done for more than two decades... On Easter morning, I set about making four versions of potato salad for our family. Some with sweet pickle relish, some with dill. A bowl with onions and a bowl without. There was no disagreement about eating potato salad with our Easter dinner, though. Every single one of us likes potato salad, even a couple of sneaky dogs. But we don't all want the same ingredients in our potato salad. 
All four versions, though, had the same essential ingredient, potatoes. The four different recipes were eaten and enjoyed. Each person received nourishment, fulfillment, and they knew I cared enough for each of them to prepare their portion in a way that honored their preference and particular taste. The potato salads hit the spot. They just tasted differently going down. Doing things differently with our own flair and flavor is a good thing. Not a single one of us is exactly the same, and yet we are more alike than we are different because we are equally created in the image of God. You are serving in pregnancy help because God called you and you said yes. Your yes doesn't look like mine or anyone else's. As you serve, your leadership is unique, and so is your pregnancy help organization. So let's go back to 1 Corinthians 12, 4 through 6, where it says there are many different kinds of gifts. I would say that that could be our different kinds of callings and the way we walk them out. Maybe your particular ingredients in your organization. And then it goes on to say, but they are all given to believers by the same spirit. There are many different ways to serve. So there are different methods. There are different recipes. But they all come from the same Lord. There are different ways the Spirit works. We discern different things for different times and different communities. Your organization is unique. But the same God is working in all these ways and in all people. Some of you focus heavily on intervention services for the at-risk pregnant client, providing options, education, and medical services. Some of you provide housing and shelter through maternity or transitional housing. Some of you are educating your legislators, making them aware of the importance and power of pregnancy help in their communities. Some of you stand on sidewalks outside abortion clinics and endure insult and scorn while offering help and resources. You may invest in prevention through in-school sexual wellness programs, or you may provide abortion recovery and grief support. Some of you provide care for those who have experienced a prenatal diagnosis, and some support and equip parents through robust parenting and life skills education. And all of these are good ingredients, but not every pregnancy help center follows the same recipe. But the potatoes are essential. The pregnancy help is the essential part of what we are providing our community and our neighbors. Every one of you are providing pregnancy help support. And pregnancy help is the potatoes of the pregnancy help pro-life movement. Through your recipe of pregnancy help, you are feeding and sustaining those who are experiencing unexpected pregnancies. Working together, using our pregnancy help potatoes and our unique organizational recipes, we are unified in mission and vision to end abortion by making it simply unwanted while affecting our culture and turning our communities toward life. Each of you and your centers has a unique footprint in your ministries and communities. Each of you are the salt in pregnancy help potatoes. We at Heartbeat International pray for you and thank God for you every day. And to you and your community, I say, Bon Appetit. <laughs> Tracy, I so enjoyed that. Thank you. I don't it's know how pleasure. to follow that up. <laughs> it's my pleasure. That was wonderful. Um, certainly gives me something to think about, and I can't wait to listen to this over again and <laughs> take even more from it. 
Um, would you just pray us out if I you sure would will. speak a blessing over our listeners? And and uh, one thing, you know, I, I don't know if you use this phrase, but uh, we always say we're better together at Heartbeat. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's always yes. touched my heart. I hear that phrase over and over mm-hmm. here. And I love that phrase because it just encompasses what you said about uh, we just we we're doing the same thing. It's different, but mm-hmm. it's the same, and we're all working together. And I think that's one of the most beautiful things that we can do as Christians, working together for one goal. Um, so thank you for that reminder. Yes, and, ma'am. And I haven't had lunch yet, so I might have to stop on the way home and get some French fries because potatoes. Yeah. There's a McDonald's down mm-hmm. the road. Mm-hmm. I could stop. I know. Sometimes <laughs> I smell it when I leave the I know. The I know. <laughs> <laughs> so if you wouldn't mind saying okay. a prayer, I think that's the perfect way to close this out. All right. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. We praise you for the great calling that you have on our lives. We thank you for the methods and the ways that you work in us to walk that out. And Father, we thank you for discernment. We thank you that you lead us and guide us. And you are doing unique and amazing things by your power through your people. And so, Father, I pray that um, we would receive that blessing that we would receive it and we would recognize and honor the fact that we are not all the same, and yet we are all created in your image, that we can be unified in mission as we are walking out different methods within our communities, and that is okay. We are better together, and it is in the all the different ways that you're working through us that we see the greater picture and the completeness of the work that you're doing through us. And so, Father, we thank you. We thank you for the great calling. We thank you for the faith that you imparted to us to give us the courage to say yes. And we thank you for the amazing things to come. And, Father, I pray that we would continue to love each other well so that the world knows that we are yours and they are drawn to you. And, Lord, I pray that we would continue to be a blessing to you as we walk out the calling on our lives and our ministries within our communities. You are a good God, and you are worthy of all honor and praise and glory. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks, Tracy. Thanks to everyone for listening to this episode of the Pregnancy Help Podcast.